I got love for you, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know, I'm not here to start any trouble. I'm only going to say nice things about you from now on. I think you're handsome, and I think you're a wonderful host. I'm fat and I'm overweight. Just don't say anything silly. I was waiting for you to say that. I'm not laughing about it. You think this is funny? I take this serious. You know, I don't want y'all to take anything that out of context that I'm saying. He's very funny. He likes to joke around a lot. As a personality and as an entertainer, yes. This is going to be really quick. I'm not taking any questions. Go ahead and get comfortable. I'm going to talk for a little bit. You're listening to Cabby Presents, the podcast. Welcome, 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 welcome. My voice sounds like it got throttled in the throat by a group of Easter bunnies on HGH and horse steroids. uh, And then like... Multiple steaming bowls of gravy were poured down my larynx. That was my weekend. So apologies to all of you that are listening. I'm drinking some tea as I speak to you in your headphones or your car. Before we get to my guest, his generation's most decorated fighter. I'm excited. I'm excited about the upcoming John Jones versus Daniel Cormier fight at UFC 197. Huge Bones Jones fan. I can't wait to see Gennady Golovkin try to improve to 35-0 against Dominic Wade in the middleweight division in boxing, also in April. And I'm looking forward to Canelo Alvarez versus Amir Khan in May. All pay-per-views that will get my 70 or 80 or 90 bucks. This podcast, as it's always been, is free 99 so thanks again for the click or subscription if you're new to the podcast do me a favor and leave a comment on itunes search cabbie presents the gold medalist and last undisputed heavyweight champion of the world just arrived he's wearing a chapeau and a nice smile and he joins me right now and I remember this other time where uh, I used to always get on punishment and told not to use the phone. You know, I'm honest. I, I'm, I'm literally giving people a picture of what I went through at all aspects mm-hmm. of my life. Honestly, almost anything goes. It's amazing to, you know, to step into the ring with someone like, like him. Who are you and uh, where do you come from? May I ask? The last time I saw this man, we were both at the Air Canada Center watching the Bulls beat the Toronto Raptors in a regular season game. And he was saluting the crowd alongside legend George Chavallo. Both legends were holding customized Raptors jersey jerseys and accepted a nice ovation. Even though I clapped, I held back a little bit since we went to rival high schools. He doesn't know this, but the undisputed heavyweight champion of the world... Uh, went to a school that I hate, which is called Cameron Heights in Kitchener, Ontario, Canada, because I went to a school called Galt Collegiate in Cambridge, Ontario, Canada, which is about 25 minutes away. With that said, I'm very happy to to be sitting next to Lennox Lewis here on the Cabbie Presents podcast. Welcome, sir. What's happening? I'm wonderful. man, Galt Collegiate. Remember that school, man. It, do you remember what it looked like? It was yeah, a school that looked it was like... It a small school. It was a small school. How many... What was the population? I know. Really, like 1,300. Well, in my my time, it was 1,300, so it was probably Did, a did lot. they have a good basketball team? I was okay. It was okay. I don't <laughs> I don't even know if... We, we had the best in Ontario. 
What you really? Yeah, officer champions. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, okay, so th- this is what I wanted to ask. This is why I hate your high school. Okay. Um, because when I I played football in, in the twelfth grade, uh, we lost to Cameron Heights at Cameron Heights in the semifinals. Oh man! No, we we lost fifty five nothing. Wow. And 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 those those brothers let us know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, was there one guy scoring all the time? <laughs> Guy, yeah, I think even the water boy scored a touchdown on their friggin' team. We obviously had nothing that day, but um, that was that. Yeah, that's that's the root of my deep seated hatred for your uh, old high school. I don't know. Get over it. We need to get over it and move on. Yeah, easy for you to say. Frig, you're the champion. Where am I? I'm just I'm just the guy here. Uh, so uh, my question to you, first question. I'm going to start with the hard questions first. Yeah. Uh, is there a loss that you took in your adolescence or teenage years that still bugs you? No. I, I've always believed that everything happen, happens for a reason. So if I took a loss, it's like didn't train hard enough. There was always uh, a reason for it. Um, or I didn't, uh, or I was supposed to lose so I could work harder and accomplish bigger goals. But you, but the, the cool thing about you is you were able to avenge all your loss, all or yeah. most of no, all of my losses. You avenged all of them. Yeah, it was like to me losing. How I lost, you know, basically a lucky punch. So I felt, you know, anybody can throw a lucky punch. It can land one time. A punch you mean to throw is a punch you throw all the time, and then it lands. But the way I lost, yeah, but was Lennox, like, those dudes meant to throw those punches, and they landed. Yeah, but so my, it wasn't lucky for those dudes. No, it was lucky because. My chin wasn't supposed to be in the way of him. <laughs> so it was lucky that my chin was there. <laughs> you know, the trajectory, you know, what had happened was the flight plan of my chin wasn't supposed to be that precise. Yeah. And I'm telling place. you, on my second um, loss to uh, Rockman, I put up my right hand to protect myself from a looping right hand from him, and it came around and hit me on the jaw. You mean left? If yeah, you put left, up your yeah, right yeah, hand, yeah, 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 yeah. Left, so. Uh, and then I fell down. The referee obviously counted a little quick. <laughs> so uh, I needed to teach him to count. Okay, so there's one Mississippi, two Mississippi. <laughs> your, your initials are LL. Did you have, was LL your nickname in high school? No, it was Junior. Oh, because your dad was also a Lennox. No, I, I didn't like Lennox. So what do you like, mean, how did you were Junior from, if your no, dad's name was not because, Lennox? Because my mother's Mother used to call me Junior as a pet name, like Junior. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, okay. You never have a Jamaican mother? No, I have, my dad's Jamaican. Oh, my okay. mom's from Trinidad. Well, all right. Well, island people always have names for their kids that are not their names. Right. So uh, that was mine, Junior. You know, I was just in, it's funny you say that, I was just in Jamaica. I was there last week, and I was interviewing Usain Bolt, and I have a question about that yeah. in a second. But... There was a dude, so I was at my grandmother's house in Linstead, which is kind of in the middle of the country, a small rural community. But there was a dude that just kind of walked by and he came to the, my grandma just sits on the porch like old people do and just watch the neighborhood. But the dude was like, yo, you know, tell your father, a junior says what's up. I'm like, well, what's your, what's your government name? Because he <laughs> probably knows 75 juniors because everybody in freaking Jamaica is named Junior. Yeah. So was, his name was Ramses. And actually when I told my dad that, He's like, actually, I don't even know. I didn't even know that was his real name. But he just, I described the dude, you know, his older gentleman at some plats. He goes, oh, yeah, that junior. But he, and he's like, I didn't even know his real name. Yeah, that, you know, that's, what's, that's what happens on work sites, you know, in Jamaica as well. You know, you, hear, you tell, tell the guy, oh, Ralph, Ralph sick, you know. Ralph? Who's sick? Who's Ralph? You know the plumber? 
Oh, the plumber, the plumber sick. Oh man. <laughs> so they don't really even know each other by name sometimes. So you know, it's it's fun. Listen, when I was in Jamaica, I was only there for three days, Friday to Sunday, and I ate rice and peas probably every single meal, and I gained like seven pounds. It was star- it was shocking because I've always been a chubby bastard. So gaining weight is like as as easy as breathing oxygen for me. Yeah. Um, and obviously, rice and peas is delicious. So is jerk chicken. Um, so for you, do you how do you stay in shape now if you don't eat the food that we grew up eating? Let me tell you. Difficult. It's like my body craves carbohydrates. I know, brother. It's and, like, and it's they just like, want carbs. Want to be our friends so but bad. I did like. Let, let me tell you. Me and my friend was talking over the weekend. We were saying like, okay, we've reached that mark, that oh, that the fifty mark. So now it's a different, different style again. We're gonna go into some juicing, and right? Living good and even training again. Really? Because we have to reach the 100 mark. That's what we're shooting for. We're shooting for <laughs> reach the 50 already. Now we're reaching for the 100. So it's pure good eating and good food and good mental sense. So wait, are you, by training, like, are you putting in road work or are you actually, like, getting in, the, the like, a boxing gym and just working the bag Listen, and skipping rope? I ran five rope? miles this morning. Did you? Yes. Woke up, took a shower. And then you ran the five... <laughs> <laughs> When you were a younger kid, who was your favorite wrestler? Favorite wrestler? Who was like that Saturday morning when the wrestling was on, or sometimes they did the Saturday night main event? Oh, you know who I liked because I always see him in movies? Ronnie Piper. Roddy Piper. Yeah, I liked him. Obviously, Hulk Hogan and those other guys. But, you know, even as I was growing up, you know, learning about different guys like Sweet Daddy Siki and all those guys <laughs> and with the funny names and the flamboyant ones and yeah. all that. So okay, right. And, and, and it pissed me off that the fact that I, you know it wasn't real. I learned it wasn't real later on. Yeah, my dad told me, and it it ruined like it ruined part of my life. I'm like, what do you mean it's not real? They're hitting each other. He goes, no, no, it's fake. I'm like, it's not fake. They're fighting. He goes, no, no, the outcomes are fake. Yeah, like, are, are 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 decided before the no, fight. My, my son loves it. He he watches it with his grandma. Oh, how you like how you like that? Uh, but like, watch on TV or just like pulls it up on his no, iPad or whatever and watches no, like oh. on TV because when when he was younger, I actually was concerned because I didn't want him watching anything like looking violent or anything like that. But oh, you're they, a super parent, huh? Yeah, no, but they would sneak off and watch it, and <laughs> then it's like, boy, you know, it's already gone bad, so I can't change it. How did you um, end up in an LL Cool J video? The LL Cool J Jennifer Lopez no. All I Have video. Yeah, yeah, Jennifer Lopez called me. You lie. Yeah, she called me. Man. You she lie. Has my number. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a call. That's getting an immediate like hello. You know, like she says she wants the double L, the real LL, mm. not the lady love, but the real the LL. Real LL. No, okay. Did you know the director or did you know LL? How do you like? How did you just? They that seems so random. They knew me. Obviously, you're they the champion knew. of the world. Uh, imagine going to a. Um, a video you don't even know what's what what you're gonna do it's like oh line up over there do this stand over there and that was it i was in the so video you didn't know either one of the performers like personally you didn't yeah of course i knew ll well, but, but uh, i'm saying i'm saying the director yeah when you go there and you say well what you're doing he said oh you're gonna go over here he didn't really like line it up like a movie this is the way it's it goes you're gonna stand over here jennifer i was gonna move past you and they're going to say hi and you're going to do this nothing like that it's like stand over there do that and that's it yeah you were just some dude just kind of chilling just hanging out kind of in this alley and, and ll think, is like rhyming i think they found out i was just around the corner and they said hey 
call him over, put him in the video yeah, real right. quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we just walked past this boxing gym. This dude just beating everybody up. Like, we just have him in the video, just like hey, just that's, chilling. That's happened to me before. What do you mean? Like, I'm down on the South Beach. Like, good for you. Have you been down there? No, I've only heard well, about. They do a lot of videos down there and model shoots and all kinds of things. So, I've ended up in a couple. A couple of what? Videos. No, good videos. <laughs> Music videos. Yeah, okay, I'll just, I'll, it sounds funny. Eh? I was in the, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, Those videos it? might be the more interesting ones, the ones that we can't really talk about. Sorry. Yeah, oh, is that loop. your phone? That isn't. No, that, was, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was, that was Listen, I. Yeah, okay, sure. I don't have an iPhone. That's the iPhone chime. Um, okay, we were mentioning, I mentioned Usain Bolt earlier, and I asked him. I didn't ask him anything about. Do, do you know? Have you met Usain? Yeah, man. Nice. Uh, yeah, see, my Jamaican just came in. Of yeah, course, man. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't. I didn't want to ask him about his speed. And, and in fact, I wanted to ask him about how slow he is at certain things. And you mentioned being from the islands. We're both uh, our, our heritage is, is Jamaican. Uh, and I asked him about his his version of island time, which, like, to most people. Um, it, it's either like called Island Time or Black People Time or Color People Time, whatever, and the acronym BPT, CPT, whatever. Uh, it's usually about 60 minutes or 90 minutes behind the scheduled time of the appointment or the event or whatever. Right. So to Usain, to his credit, said his Island Time is only 20 minutes. He's only 20 minutes late to stuff because his dad was like very militant about always being punctual. Uh, that's not the same the case for me in my personal life, I'm more of a 60 minute to 90 minute type of dude. What is it for you? Me, I, I always allow the 15 minute grace. Okay. There you go, 15 minute grace. So I can be late 15 minutes. But any more than that, it's like a bit, that means I ain't coming. <laughs> okay. Because th- this one was 45 minutes late. Oh, no. That that was a mess up with the communication. Nothing <laughs> to do with me. <laughs> Look, I'm sure there's, a, there's an assistant to blame or some, some something in oh, the yeah. schedule. I, I, an email I wasn't love, sent. I or... love to be punctual. I'm a punctual kind of person. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Wait, I'm sure, listen, if I, if I dig deep enough, I could probably find a time where you were like two or three hours late. There's been those times, and it's obviously somebody else's fault. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, um, do you enjoy boxing movies, or because it's not real to you, it takes you out of the drama in the ring no you know when rocky first came out i hated that movie the first one yeah i loved watching it but i hated the the repercussions of it as in you know people kept coming up to me and said what's it like when they cut your eye like cut my eye i'm like you know we don't really do that in boxing because you know if that if it ever reached that point they would stop it you know the referee would be forced to stop it but the like new, they did the Klitschko fight when Klitschko had like you could see part of his brain. Yes. Then your was that your last professional fight? Yes. Against Vita, v, Vitaly Klitschko, yeah. Yes. I remember it was like the gash was like, oh yeah, there's his cranium, there's his frontal lobe, which is just above his friggin' eyeball right now. Yeah. Please let continue. Me, let me tell you, I didn't, I didn't want to, to be the person in his lifetime, the one to the, to blind him. Oh, I lost my eye because Lennox Lewis did it. You know, I didn't want to be that. I didn't want to be that guy. So I was glad that the referee actually stopped it. But uh, yeah, he was my last fight, and uh, you know, at my worst, I beat him at his best. So that was you think it was your worst fight? It was my yeah. Not when I say worst fight, uh, I didn't fight 
the fight correctly. I didn't prepare the way I should have prepared for that fight. I actually took the fight six months earlier uh, because Kurt Johnson didn't want to fight me in Canada. So he was supposed to be my first fight after the Tyson uh, year off. And then uh, Klitschko was supposed to be at the end of the year. So he wanted to fight me a little earlier, and he was re- ready for me. But I, you know, I was saying, yeah, this was icing on the cake for me, so let me just go ahead and beat him. He's the next generation. But, you know, I thought he was going to be uh, easier than that, but he wasn't. He was definitely a lot more cunning and, and smart. Okay, wait. Okay, so uh, you knew that was going to be your last fight? Because you, yeah. you mentioned icing on the cake. Yes. Uh, Regardless you- of the outcome. Or actually, I mean, you can't really the say that because you there, won the fight. There, there was only one outcome, me winning. <laughs> okay, let, let's get back to boxing movies. Okay, so you hated Rocky because in in, in the fictionalized, well, they, they cut one of the, I, I can't even remember the first yeah, Rocky. Yeah. Like, I've only seen it once or twice, I think. Um, but the up-to-date my, ones, the up-to-date ones, South Park, man, that was a nice movie. I, I turned around at a real serious part. I realized everybody else was crying. And what uh, were and what were you? What, how were you emoting in that moment? No, it was sweating in the place, so I was wiping my head. It was. <laughs> You're like, yeah, it you was sweating <laughs> under your eyes for some reason. It was, yeah. No, but that that was a good one. And uh, Creed, Creed, did you see Creed? Creed was good. Creed was really good as well. But you know, if I would choose one of them, Creed is more the boxing life. That's the kind of movie that you want to see. And learn about boxing. The uh, Southpaw is more the dramatic aspect, what uh, he actually went through in his life and how he was able to come come out of it. So shout out to Jake Gyllenhaal, who was a star of Southpaw, and Michael Jordan. Lot, he put a lot in, in, into that movie. The, apparently, uh, Gyllenhaal allowed himself to be hit. He want, he asked the director, he's like, I want to do a couple of takes or whatever around where I'm actually hit. So Now, that's what I liked about it. Yeah. The fact that the punches looked real. Yeah, they well, yeah, they were exchanging punches. How many times did you used to watch a fight and the guy's head would be going and the guy would be tapping and, and there's like a foot between the well, two? Well, that's mostly the Rocky movies because yeah. they're like cartoonish. <laughs> like, certainly like Rocky 3 and Rocky 4. Like you could see the full foot and a half of like distance between Drago's glove, and then he's like just pins him up in the corner. Actually, he used to do that. He used to paw. You used to put your left hand, and you would just. It was almost like an older brother used to do to a younger brother, yeah. and you would just paw at them, and then you're setting up your, loading up with your right hand, and just come across with come with that cross. But if do you did you have an older brother or a younger brother that used to do that move to? No, uh, older brother, and he used to do that move to me. In fact. He used to make me uh, lie down on my back. He used to put his uh, elbows, his knees on my uh, elbows, so I couldn't move my. Oh, arms. yeah! I used to do that to my pin, pin, pin you, like pin, yeah. pin me down, and then if I scream, you like put grass in my. Uh, <laughs> yes, pick up the grass <laughs> and, and say, "Stop screaming! If you sh- scream, it'll let it go and it'll drop in your mouth." <laughs> that is, yeah, that is exactly how older brothers used to torture. Excuse me. <clears throat> Younger Brothers. Um, okay, so other other big boxing movies. I just wonder if you've ever had, like, a meal, if you've ever played cards with, maybe golfed, or spent significant time with one of these three actors. Mark Wahlberg did The Fighter. Russell Crowe did Cinderella Man. Denzel Washington, actually it's four. Denzel Washington did The Hurricane. Will Smith did Muhammad Ali. Do you ever spend any time with any of those four guys? Went golfing with Will Smith. How was that? He's a good golfer. Is he? <laughs> yeah, he takes it serious. How are you as a golfer? I'm great. I live no, you, a, listen, I'm great. You're I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm bad. Le, yeah, bad. You're a 45 over par. 
What what's that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you go- are you talking golf talk to me? All right, I can talk golf talk. Dude, you have the British accent. I feel like this is probably like right in your wheelhouse to to discuss. Obviously Will Smith is like a huge star. Did it was it weird like when you heard heard him swear for the first time? It was like, "Oh, this guy's like a real person." Uh, yes. Actually, you know, it was it's crazy, you know, because if you grew up under the fresh fresh prince aspect, you can't really take him serious in his serious movies. Right. Because you still see his, like, face. You yeah, know? <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. He, he's always got these different expressions on his face, and it's like, okay, he's, like, almost going to bust out laughing when he's trying to be serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what about the other three? Uh, Denzel, Mark Wahlberg, Denzel, or Russell Crowe? We've got eight dinner together, more, uh, Wahlberg uh, hanged out together. Everybody's great. All these guys are great. Uh, at what point in your career did you start getting free tickets to basketball games? Because basketball games are like the spectator. Obviously, boxing 100% but like, you know, sitting courtside at games. Because football, like you're in a box, it's not really the same. Baseball, you're kind of also in a box. Hockey, maybe you're somewhere in the arena. But basketball, it's like you can see your face. It's like it's, and the, the product is so much entertainment, but there's also there's like a status thing about sitting courtside. So at what point did you start getting free tickets to like when Staples I, Center or MSG or whatever any of those when I started winning my fights uh, you know I was boxing for HBO and HBO knew all the big wigs you know the owners for this and all that so tickets came easy and uh, not easy easy but you know if I wanted to go to a game I'll just make a phone call and it would be arranged how many tickets did you leave for your friends and at what point like did they did they hit you up was it like a day before a fight or two days before a fight? And what was the most, as far as uh, numbers, what was the most you've ever had to leave at one of your fights? I would say how much I would have to pay for, at least like 500 tickets at one time. What? What yeah. fight was that? Th- that was a big fight, you know. Like, was uh, that like the one at Wembley? Didn't you have one at Wembley Stadium t- once? My, my ticket prices for my fights, it's like I'm like, Buying a lot of my friends' tickets, you know, I'm I'm just happy the fact that they came came to support me, you know, they flew to support me. So it's, the least I can do is give them a ticket. Right. Okay, but 500 is excessive, dude. Excessive. That's a whole section of a friggin' stadium. Hey, any stadium that you go to. It's true. Uh, so the guys that were singing, those are the guys that I gave free tickets to. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one Lennox Lewis. <laughs> those guys. Was there any, is there, uh, any of your friends that are super famous that you, like, because someone you, like, became really close with that you, like, you, who would come to multiple, one or two of your fights that you left tickets for? Yeah. Uh, uh, all my friends, you know, whether they're Yeah, movie but we stars, don't know who your friends are, Lennox. Uh, my, my tennis friends. Guy, we you, uh, basketball friends. Listen, you're bobbing and weaving around these questions, and they're not that simple, they're not no, that hard. I'm, all right, Serena. I left tickets for her. Nice. She's left tickets for me for uh, Wimbledon. Nice. And let me tell you, you've been to Wimbledon? No. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, I've been to the grounds, but I've, I, haven't, I haven't watched any it's, matches. Okay, you've been to the grounds. It's yeah. like, it's a, everything's calm. Yeah. Relax. It's like, hey, What is I tennis? Like, I mean, I feel, tennis is not like a rowdy environment. No, but I felt like playing chess there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> well, you move. Because <laughs> yeah. it's so quiet, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I watched the... Um, uh, Andre Ward, uh, Sullivan Barrera fight over the weekend. And I noticed a weird, not a, it was weird to me because I'm sort of a casual boxing fan. So they're both uh, middleweight. So it's like 175 pounds. I can't go over that. But 
on the like before the fight on the graphic, it showed their actual weight. But so they weigh in the day before 175. Right. And then walking into the ring, it's like 188. One, the other dude's like 186. Did they ever do that? Did you ever have to step on a scale the day of the fight? Because you make yeah. your way in. But okay, then... they tried that with me. <laughs> they tried that with me. It's like, okay, they, uh, you know, one, one time I step on the weight, and they weigh me, and they say what I weigh. Then they want to weigh me before I step into the ring. Now, I noticed that they wanted to do that because they wanted to show it on TV. Oh, he gained five pounds. He gained seven pounds. I'm like... Or I'm 20. Not, yeah, I'm not putting myself under that kind of scrutiny. Scru- <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not going to let them say that about me. So I never stepped on the scale. And they actually were upset about that. Oh, you got to step on the scale. We got to do that. I said, what for? I said, I'm a heavyweight. I don't need to step on the scale. You don't need to know that about me. So... That's what happened. So nobody really knew that about me and the fact that I didn't take that type of thing. I was I was I didn't know they did that and it it's, it's, I, it's I, I think it's silly. Uh, actually for for lower weights because you can actually tell how many pounds a person actually sheds before he makes weight and then the person that puts on like 10 pounds before he fights you have to say, well, what's wrong with him? Because you're not supposed to do that, really. It's, you know, sports science. Like cut cut weight that much, that cut dramatically. Cut weight that much and then put it on that, that dramatically. Um, I, um, it's like my first time really watching an Andre Ward fight, and, like, the guy's, like, so hard to hit him. He's, he's like, he's been, he had, he, he admittedly had some ring rust, but he's going to be his own worst critic, but it was, looked amazing, but it was like. What did you think of his power? Because he's moving up in weight class, you know. Yeah, he's like he's he was Golovkin's uh, weight class, right? Golovkin's a oh no, he's sorry, he's a light heavyweight, one seventy five. Golovkin is a middleweight. Um, What I think of his his power? Yeah. Um, Well, I thought Barrera is tough, man, because he took some licks, some hooks. Ward was so many left hooks, and Barrera's face was not cut, but he got hit. I actually they didn't show the power punch numbers, but he got hit like a hundred times. I think a lot of body shots. Body shots were worse than headshots, right? Uh, depends, depends. <laughs> you know, there's some guys that can really take it in the head. You can punch them all day in the head and they take it, but you hit them in the body, they go down. But what about for you? Like, you getting, receiving a blow, was it like, was it the body shots that like the Listen, next day you're just like... any shot that you get, you don't want to get. Obviously, like, Lex, but which, what hurts more? What hurts more? A punch you don't expect. <laughs> Well, like, yeah, that hurts the pride and the ego, I think, more than anything. Yes, absolutely. You wake up and your clothes is out of style. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, you wake up like uh, everybody's you're, saying, you're still what wearing cross colors. Yeah, everybody's saying, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about what? Uh, what happened? Uh, don't worry about it. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's just get changed. <laughs> let's just go get some food. <laughs> I would like you to share either a funny Ali story or one of your favorite stories to tell. I'll tell you mine first, and then we'll close on your Ali story. Maybe it'll give you time to think about it. Mine's quick. Yours quick? Yeah, mine's quick. This is the last time he was here. You know, he came... In 2002? Yeah. That, at the Sky Dome. Right. And me, Holyfield was there. Larry Holmes was there. Larry Holmes was there. And Muhammad said, come and sit beside me, Lennox. So I went and sat beside him, and then some guy called me and said, Lennox, please, can we have an interview over here? So I went over there, had that interview. Then I looked over there, Evander Holyfield sitting in my seat. Okay. So I'm like, all right, don't worry, don't worry. Then I told the interview guy to go over and tell Evander Holyfield that he's got an interview. (laughs) (laughs) Then I went and took my seat back. And then that's when Muhammad said, 
I used to be the greatest. Now you're the greatest. Oh, and that was the greatest thing that he could ever say to me. That's so, sick. Uh, yeah, I loved it. That's really sick. Uh, mine's not as cool as that. Uh, but That's it's... why I had to say mine first. No, just, in case, <laughs> just in case yours was cooler. <laughs> I, uh, <clears throat> I worked on this TV movie a long time ago with, um, I still call him Mr. Hines, with Gregory Hines, who was like a legendary performer, actor, dancer, uh, uh, tap dancer. Um, and um, he was hanging out with Ali. He grew up in New York. He's hanging out with Ali. I think this, this took place in the 90s. So they were going to an event, and they were in a limo together. And Ali said, hey, Gregory, you know, before, can you just help me get out, out of the limo when we get to the venue? Uh, he's like, yeah, sure. He goes, just give me a little push out of the car. He's like, yeah, no problem. So then, uh, so they get to the venue, the door opens, and Ali is kind of crouching to get out of the limo. So Greg's kind of pushing him from behind, and Ali just farts in his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he did it intentionally. Oh, no. And he dropped one, and I was like, I was like, wait, Mr. Hines, was that on purpose? He goes, oh, yeah, yeah, he got me. Because then he laughed afterwards because he's like a jokester or whatever. And I was like, that's yeah. really good. What a way to... Uh, Practical joker. That You know, that's one thing he's always taken with him. He loves to uh, be a comedian, and he loves magic. Magic? What he do you mean? He loves magic, yeah. But, like, like talking about magic or actually trying to do magic Doing tricks? Doing magic tricks I, for kids. Oh, like the quarter behind the ear kind of thing? All like the that. disappearing whatever the coin bunny, in your hand? Bringing out the flowers, all of that. Putting the, you know, when you're making the thing and you... And making what thing? Making a little tube and then you get in a <laughs> gallon of water or milk and you're pouring it in there and it disappears. That one. Yeah, that's called you drink it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lennox, this is a, a pleasure uh, speaking with you. <clears throat> Excuse my voice, man. I, I don't even know why. Like, I, I had, it was Easter. All I did was I ate some nice food. And I'm just talking with my parents. And now all of a sudden, like, I have no voice. And, I'm, uh, and my apologies. And I, You know what? It, it's still the same to me. What do you mean? It was like rusty. But no, but my, said, vo my, my voice isn't normally this raspy and, and, <laughs> and terrible, I don't think. If it is, then I, this, this hurts my pride. Well, no, no. You should you should practice your gangster talk with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey! Yeah, no, nothing about me says gangster whatsoever. <laughs> uh, Lennox, it was a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, enjoy the uh, the event tonight, or the event, the 50th anniversary of the Shivalo Ali fight. Yes. Which, uh, which is great. where you're in town, yes? Yes, it's, uh, we're honoring George Shivalo, and tonight is going to be uh, uh, a great night. Uh, tomorrow night, actually. When do we honor you, sir? In 50 years, you're going to honor me. Yeah, because when you turn, when you hit that century 50 mark. 50 years, it's just uh, George Chavallo and uh, well, the fact that, uh, you know, he boxed Muhammad Ali. No, in, what are we honoring you for 50 years? Oh, Because you're going to make it to that, that century mark, no? Yeah, of course. I'm not going to be around then, but so and, you will be around. Yeah, hopefully somebody break my record. You know, right now I'm the last undisputed, so, you know, I want to see how many years before somebody else can break it. Yeah, it's going to be a robot by then. <laughs> <laughs> Lennox, thanks for being on Cabby Presents. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Lennox Lewis on the Subway Fresh Take Hotline. Fresh. This was Cabby Presents, the podcast. Oh, yeah.